Mr. Distinguished. And I'm your host, Jess Alex. Relationships, current events, dream interpretation, we cover them, and there is so much more. If you want more information on what's happening in the Valley, visit truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. If you like the content that we're producing, well, feel free to like our Facebook page, Everyday Living in the Valley, and we would like to remind you of our Valley Giveaway. Details on that coming up in the episode. But right now, let's talk about what motivates us. Oh, yes. Motivation is so, so, so important, especially in today's society. There's so many distractions, so many things to lead us astray off of our journey. It is. It is. We had to figure out how to stay motivated, right? Yes, you do. You do. Even when you feel like somebody is not supporting you or mm-hmm. like things are not going your way, mm-hmm. you still have to maintain that sense of I got to motivate myself. That's true. I got to push myself. And distractions come in different forms. It's Ooh. like people, events. Absolutely. Um, discouragement. Yes. So somebody will ask you a certain question like, well, why are you doing that? Or why you feel like that's good for you? Well, guess what? If it's good for you and if that's something that you want to do, do it. True. Do it. Yeah. Don't let so many dreams have been hindered by people. And Mm. you know what? It's not necessarily people you don't know. Oh, it's the people that you know. Yes. Those are the ones that just in like, you know, just growing up, just becoming an adult and seeing that you have some family members just cannot support you. You have some people that you thought were your friends. They don't support you. They don't want to see you do better than them. That's sad. Why do you think that is? I think their lack of what they're not doing. You know, I got you. You know, people don't like to see, like, I'm not doing anything, so I don't want you to do nothing either. <laughs> so I, we both got to be down here in the gutter. Like, we all can eat, right? Yes, we all can eat. There's enough for everybody, everybody. Enough for everybody to just, if you're good at what you do, do it. And I think that's also a thing. People look at other people and what they're gifted at. Right. Right. And they were like, oh, my God, I don't like what he's doing or what she's doing or whatever. But I feel like if you concentrate on your own gift and stay in your own lane and learn how to, you know, motivate yourself and stay on course. I like that. Then you will have something right then and there. There you go. Everybody has a talent. Everybody is unique in their own way. Use your talent like. My talent and your talent may be two different things. Mm -hmm. You may be good at something. I may be good at something. Mm -hmm. I may not be good at what you do. So if I'm trying to do what you do, it ain't going to work out for me. So are you saying that I can't base my success on what you're doing? No. So I have to focus on myself. Absolutely. You have to focus on yourself. (laughs) That is the key. That's it. That stay in your lane. Do what you are good at. And be wonderful at it. And I don't care if nobody local supports you. Guess what? Your assignment is global. So do it. People are going to recognize you. People are going to see what you're doing. And they're going to be like, well, I need to be doing that. That's true. And I just, you know, it happens throughout our lives, this discouragement. Mm -hmm. And it might be in the form of, not going your your way of course and a lot of people get discouraged and dismayed and just stop and quit right then and there they do instead of persevering through that obstacle i think there's no cookie cutter 
That's true. Way to solve your problems. Yes. Right? It, everything is different. Mm-hmm. So if I have an issue, like if I'm sad about something, like what makes you be okay may not be what, what's going to make me be okay. That's true. So I have to do what's going to work for me. And also, I feel that we all got to be the best versions of ourselves because there's somebody looking at us. Ooh. We're inspiration to somebody else. Absolutely. There's somebody that we have to help along our way yes. and our journey to advice. our destiny. But if we're, if I'm focused on what you're doing or whatever mm. and not focus on what I need to do on my in my lane, then I'm going to miss the opportunity to help somebody who really needs help. That is true. I believe that 100%. And that is why if the world, if people just focused on themselves and, but also help somebody else, like, let me give you some advice on this. This is my take on life. And if what my take on life is, if that's good, if you, oh my God, she just motivated me or he just motivated me. Mm-hmm then I can take that motivation and that can help me because you just inspired me. You just made me feel like I can do something that I just don't have that confidence in myself. So I shouldn't concentrate on living on somebody else's testimony? You can't do that. It's impossible. You cannot because my testimony is my testimony. Your testimony is going to be a little bit different than mm-hmm. mine. So you, you're going to experience life a little different than me. We have different walks of life. But what makes everybody come together and be unique and help each other is my life experience and your life experience. We're able to use that and be able to help somebody else. Yeah, guys. So what we want to say is stay true to your journey. Stay true to yourself. Absolutely. And celebrate other people's success. Absolutely. Whatever that might be. Because your time to eat and shine Mm. would eventually come. This is your Well, guys, once again, your Valley Giveaway is brought to you by Nell Slay by Ray. We present to you our very first Valley Giveaway. So just Alex, remind the people what's going on. All right, guys, we are raffling off some fresh set of nails. So men, you can get your wives, get to your mom, your sister, your cousin, whoever. Let them come down and get their nails done. Enter this giveaway. We have so many submissions going on right now, so keep them coming in. Here are the rules to qualify for the raffle. We need you to like and follow the Everyday Living in the Valley Facebook page. You must invite 10 people to our page. You must enter one secret word broadcasted throughout the episode. Go to truevibes.net and click on Enter Valley Giveaway. So, just Alex, we all have some epic stories when involving people that we work with, right? (laughs) We do. We do. So, I have Jared and Kathy. Tell me about it. Jared and Kathy are two individuals who I definitely worked with in one of my previous employments. Okay. And and with Jared, Jared was a Casanova. Ooh. So all the women loved Jared. And oh, they was just falling over head over heels with Jared. And Jared was training for a new position. And I was the one who was basically in charge of training Jared. Okay. So Jared was getting tired of Kathy. (laughs) Kathy was our supervisor. And Kathy stayed on Jared. So Jared liked to, you know, be the Casanova, talk to many different women. And Kathy was just not having it. So she sent him, we had like this little messenger at work that we use. So she sent him a message and was like, Jared, you know, I need you to do ABC and XYZ. Jared didn't like that. So Jared screenshot the conversation and he was meaning to send it to me and a couple of other people Mm. talking about Kathy. Mm. Jerry sent that same screenshot Mm. to Kathy. I did that before. And actually typed in some words like, you know, I'm tired of her. She get on my nerves. Ooh, child. Kathy did not respond. She looked at it, but she didn't respond. (laughs) Kathy called Jared to her desk. And this is what Jared said. What did he say? Look, Kathy. 
She was like, did you mean to send this to me? He said, look, Kathy, I, I was just frustrated. This, yeah, I sent it to you. I didn't mean to send it to you. I was trying to send it. She said, oh, that's obvious. You was trying to send it to somebody else. And he was like, yeah, I was. But I was frustrated about some stuff. And I was tired of what you were sending me. So when Jared was telling me the story, listen, I was hollering. I bet you did. I would have hollered too. Because I am, I'm going to tell y'all, I am the queen of sending things to people. Oh, my God. That I should not do. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do. So I resonated with Jared. But it was so funny that he sent her that stuff. And he he just went on because he thought that he had done sent it to who he needed to send it to. But he'd also sent it to Kathy. Kathy. Kathy was sweet. Yeah, she got on our nerves a lot, but she was sweet. So Jared was just like, look, I just said, look, Kathy, it is what it is. This is what I did. I got tired of what you were saying. And he did. But, you know, Kathy, she took it in stride. She didn't write him up or anything, you know. She just went on about her business. And he was just like, look, it happened. And I understood because, again, I have sent things to people that I should not have done. It has happened <laughs> plenty of times. Plenty of times. I have, too. I had a similar story to Jared as I'm well, I'm telling too. you. It happens, guys. It does. And you you just, I mean, what can you do? Because what do you do in that situation? Do you own up to it? Exactly. It's already out. Like, what else can you do? Look, it happened. And what did I do? I Same thing. When I did, I was like, look, I, I did it. It is what it is. It is what it is. Now, did the person like me after that? No. Mm. No, did not. But that was, you know, my little co-worker chronicle. <laughs> I definitely would like for you all to share, you know, your co-worker chronicle experience. You know, please visit us at truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, vibes.net. Click on contact us at Everyday Living in the Valley. Fill out the form and select co-worker Chronicles. Well, guys, we have a new dream interpretation segment that you don't want to miss. And did Johnny beat up Mr. Distinguished? Part three of Johnny and Susie's sequel coming up on Everyday Living in the Valley. Living in the Valley. Hey guys, you want some bomb nails? Well, I have just a place for you. Nails Slay by Ray. Down at the Bomb Aesthetics, she'll get you just right. I've been going to her for some years and you definitely will not be disappointed. Manda Bullock, she's also listed on Facebook. That's M-A-N-D-A-B-U-L-L-O-C-K. You can also give her a call at 678-209-8652. Thank you. Your Valley Giveaway secret word is determination. That's determination. Again, that's determination. Everyday Living in the Valley, where I'm your host, Jess Alex. And I'm your host, Mr. Distinguished. Listen, guys, relationships, current events, dream interpretations, well, we covered them. And there is so much more here in the Valley. If you want more information on what's happening in the Valley, visit our website at truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. Now, we do have opportunities for advertisement. For details on that, visit our website also at truevibes.net. So, just Alex. Remember that time when we were trying to challenge the Golden Palm Mill Road? Legend? Listen, and it is Gordy. <laughs> oh, Gordy. is it Gordy? <laughs> it gonna be Golden. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It is Gordy Pond Mill Road. Gordy Pond Mill Road. Yes, legend. it is. Remember that? Um, so we were into I don't know. We was like, okay, we heard about there was a ghost. Like that's one of the most Hunted place mm -hmm. in Georgia. It was like a top list or whatever. Yeah. 
in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And we was like, what? Here in Casita? So mm -hmm. let's go out here. Let's check it out. And I had, at this time, y'all, I had like a 2000 and I don't know, three Ford Focus. It was red. It, it was, was the most broke down vehicle. Listen, that thing was on its last it leg. It really was. So we decided that we were going to go out there. Me and Mr. Distinguish, okay? We get out there, y'all. And so we cut the car off because the, the legend says that you have to cut the car off. Mm -hmm. and, and let me just, before I even get all the way into that, my ignition would stick so yes. the key would not turn a lot of times mm -hmm. in the ignition like it just wouldn't do it i need a whole new ignition switch so i just i was like look we just gonna do it so i turned it off cut the lights off and i just want to say that this is a dirt road it's really dark there's no lights out there rocks out there dirt road pun it is a pun yes on both sides of the road so you know, we were just like, I don't know. We were just having a conversation, mm -hmm. right? And then... Here it is. I look in my rear view, mm -hmm. and I just see this flash of light. Mm -hmm. Mr. Distinguished didn't see anything, y'all. He was just sitting there. He oh, don't see, do me. He <laughs> but I was just sitting there. <laughs> he was. So he was just sitting there. And I see this flash of light, and my instincts just kicked in. I immediately... And, Luckily, my car just crunkled. Listen, I don't know how she did this, guys, because <laughs> usually that ignition would not be ignitioning. It would not. So but at this particular time, it just I saw up. her. I was like, she was like, she looked in the rear view, rear view mirror, and she was like, oh, somebody is coming. I and did. She just, it was so smooth how she turned that car on and put it in drive. And just I was like, we're moving already? We was already. By the time he realized somebody was behind us, we were moving. He was like. I didn't even see the car. Like I didn't, I didn't see the car. I didn't see you turn the car anything. on. He didn't see nothing. He was just like, oh, we're moving? And I'm like, yeah, it was somebody behind us. So we're riding. And y'all, it was a truck. Like one of those big Tonka trucks mm -hmm. that had like big, these big wheels. wheels. Yep. And they had this light. This like spotlight. Spotlight. And it was on bright. It, they had every light every on Every light car. was on. It was on bright. And they were basically just like gaining on us. They was like, yeah. At first, they were all you know, all the way back yeah, behind us. It was a distance. And then all of a sudden, they were right on our tail. And we were like, oh my god! And like, let me tell you, um, this was a dirt road, guys. We felt every bump in that focus. <laughs> <laughs> we felt everything. It do, was do, do, do. crazy, y'all. I was scared. Like, literally, I had to try to push my little car to get, you know, like, oh, my God, we got to get off this dirt road. Mm -hmm. So we get to the edge of the road. Here go, here go just Alex. You can make a left mm -hmm. or you can make a right. So we're both familiar with this area. We are. And we just are. Alex was like, oh, my God, where do I go? <laughs> I did. So if she, if we would have made a left, it would have been another dirt road. It would have been. And we would have been just dead. We would have been dead, y'all. I really feel like we would have been dead. We, we, this podcast would never existed. Nothing. Nothing. I would have never had, um, de not Destiny, but Kalia. I, yeah. I mean, it just would have, this would have been just. So luckily, I was like, oh, turn right. Turn, that's what he you did. need to do. He, did. he was like, turn right. So I was like, oh, okay. I turn right. And I book it. And they're booking it behind us, y'all. Like, they're following us. And so we get to another edge of the road. And, of course, I know to turn left because we're going back to my grandmother's mm -hmm. house. So we get, I get on that highway, and I was able to turn down off in where my grandmother lived. Well, we, I kind of slowed down to see whether or not, you know, they was, they slowed, they was trying to debate whether or not, they were going to make this turn that goes down to my grandmother's house. Well, they didn't do that because they probably, I don't know, they may have been familiar with the area, but they know like mostly mm -hmm. black people stay down in yeah. this particular area. There yeah. are no white people that stays there. Mm -hmm. So they just kept on going. And when we pulled in my grandmother's yard, he going to me, oh my God. I know, right? Like, what really Talk about just an adrenaline rush? Y'all. 
And here go me, Mr. Distinguished. I don't know why I asked you, do I turn left or right? I don't know either. I was just like, I can't believe this happened, y'all. We would have been dead. We would have been dead. Like, serious. It was a real, real serious thing. It was scary. It was very scary. Um, We didn't see any ghosts, but we did see um, somebody try to run us off that road. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But we do have a new segment. Yes, guys. coming. Yes. So we have a foodie segment right now. Yummy. (laughs) So just Alex and I, we we love food, first of all. We do. We kind of consider ourselves food connoisseurs in a way. We do. And we like to go out and visit and try out new restaurants. We do. And as some, you know, one thing about us, we we do have a feel if the restaurant is going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, like somebody come up to me like, well, have you tried da-da-da-da-da? And here go me, I don't, I don't feel it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, he is absolutely correct. We do kind of gauge like i we have the same type of taste buds Mm -hmm. so i know if he likes it i'm gonna like it he knows if i like it he's gonna like it that's true so this one restaurant um that we have local here in columbus georgia is a restaurant that i like to frequent at and a lot yes be tearing it up every week and do (laughs) multiple times a week so this restaurant is called the bodega yummy it's yummy it's uh Latin American restaurant. Yes. Um, the owners of this restaurant are Puerto Rican, and they specialize in Latin American Puerto Rican cuisines. Yummy, they do, and they're really good. They really are about like their presentation of their food. So when I will agree. yeah, when you yeah. get your food, you gonna get that garnish and everything that's like supposed to be like there, yes. so it could be pretty and. And the flavor profile is there, guys. And fresh. And it's fresh. You know, they yes. their vegetables and their fruits. And they have, like, freshly squeezed juices yes, as well, they too. Do. They do. They have, like, watermelon juice, carrot juice, if that's something that you like. They have, uh, I would say, a little something for everybody. Yeah. So and how did you hear about it? I actually heard about it through one of my coworkers. Mm. She was Puerto Rican, and she tried them out. And she felt like it was pretty authentic. It, it felt like it's something that she would cook at the house. Good. So I was like, oh, let's try this out. Wonderful. And so I did have them cater uh, one time. I think I remember you yes, saying Yes, my that. praise and worship team at yes. the church, a group of singers. And they loved it. They loved it too. Yes. And flavor profile was still flavor profiling. <laughs> 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 and so... Guys, I have to tell you about this time that I accidentally broke into Man. this restaurant. Yes. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess this was a day that they were closed, and mm-hmm. I didn't know they were closed. It was on a Monday. And so, I was like, oh, go down there, give me some some empanadas and, you know, some pernil and stuff like that. And well, I looked through the window, and I'm like, it's kind of dark in there, but, you know, I'm not convinced. Maybe, yes. they're, maybe they're open. Yes. And so I tried the, jo- the door. I'm like, oh, the door is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> the door is stuck. Right. It was like these French doors. I eventually got them open. I was like, oh, there's nobody in here. There's no workers in here. I don't know if it was unlocked or whatever, but I don't know what was going on, but the lights were off. Uh. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they're closed. And I just broke into these people's establishment. Scared. Scared, yes. yes I would have been too. I was like, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> I'm a black man. I'm a black man and they're going to see me and I'm going to jail. Right. So I'm just waiting for CPD to, to come by and pick me up. Ready. Just ready. So I went back to the place where I was employed at and I called the number that was on Google. Yes. And, the, and luckily the owner did answer. <laughs> And I explained to him what happened. He was, you know, he took it in great stride. He said he looked at the camera feed and everything checks out with my story. I like that. Yeah, but that was scary, guys. I mean, but he knew you, I mean, that you was being honest. Yeah, that I was being honest camera. and I wasn't yeah. trying to do anything crazy, you, you know? take his stuff. <laughs> Get that food in there. <laughs> but it is good. It is I, good. I was able to to go and visit, and it, it was definitely good. We enjoyed it. 
So, guys, if you're ever in the Columbus, Georgia region, well, we recommend you try them out. Bodega 1205. It is located on 12th Street here in Columbus, Georgia. Yes. So we do have dream interpretation segment that's mm. coming up. This is definitely new. Um, we're going to talk about, I'm, I'm going to introduce my dream mm-hmm. that I had. So just something about me and just Alex, we are dreamers ourselves. We are. So a lot of stuff that we dream about from the past. We do. Uh-huh. And we receive messages and things of that nature. Absolutely. Within our dreams. But, and we break them down. And we break them down, too. We interpret dreams. We do. We do. <laughs> we enjoy doing that. We do. So, Alice, you got a, a dream that you want us to break down? I do. So, this was about, I think, 13 years ago. Um, I had an ex-boyfriend. And we were dating at the time. So I'm going to start off with, um, first, I had a dream about him passing away. And I remember waking up and I was just like in the sweat. I was, he was laying next to me. He was like, um, he wore like a CPAP machine. And I woke up and I was like shaking him. And he said that, you know, no, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. I'm here. But um, he ended up passing away about a month or two after that dream that Mm. I had that was Mm -hmm. letting me know that he was going to die. And um, so I I went to bed that night because I was distraught. You know, I was definitely in love with him. He was in love with me. And um, in that dream, we were like on this road and my oldest daughter, Destiny, was with me in the dream. And we were trying to get away. I don't know what it was we were running away from, but he told us to go on ahead, that he would protect us. He was like, I'm okay. I want y'all to be okay. And you said this happened after he passed away? After he passed away. So for me, I was thinking that was his way of letting me know Mm -hmm. that he was okay. Well, This is where the dream gets real, real interesting. So my oldest daughter, Destiny, ended up coming to me and she said, Mama, I had a dream about um, my ex at the time. And she explained the dream to me. It's the same exact dream that I had. Same. She, the way that I seen her in the dream, she seen me in the dream. So it's like y'all was looking at each other. We were looking at each other. We was in the same exact dream. And he was telling us basically that he is okay. And I felt like he was saying that he was going to watch over us and he's going to protect us. Like from any harm that's coming to us. So how did that... Uh, Because you said the other dream, you woke up in like a cold sweat. I did. I woke up in a... But this particular dream that I woke up in, um, I felt okay. Okay. Because I felt like he was okay. I felt like that was him telling me he's okay. And and did you ask Destiny how she felt? I did. And she told me that she felt okay. Because, you know, she was crying and stuff. We, We were both crying when he passed away. He ended up going in the hospital and telling y'all something so crazy. When he went in the hospital, I talked to him the same night that he ended up um, passing away. And he told me, he said, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, when you left the hospital, I missed you a lot. Like I wasn't going to see you anymore. Mm. And I said, no, like... I'll be there tomorrow because I would have to bring his laptop. He wanted me to bring his laptop. So I told him, I'm like, I'm going to bring your laptop in the morning. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going anywhere. And um, he ended up passing away. And I think that was one of the hardest things that I had to endure. But also just knowing that my daughter felt better as well. Just knowing that me and her had the same exact dream. And that was something that was so interesting to me. Mm, 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 mm. But I definitely want to hear from others and see whether or not you all have any dreams that you would like to share that we can interpret. Absolutely. So we want you to to visit truevibes.net. And that's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. 
Click on Contact Us at Everyday Living in the Valley, fill out the form, and then select Dream Interpretation. That's right, that's right. Well, don't miss out on your opportunity to enter our Valley giveaway. And let me tell you about how someone had me messed up. Looking to book a cruise or general traveling tips? Stick around and I will get you right. Living in the Valley. This portion of the program is brought to you by Nails Slay by Ray. Go ahead and book your appointment today. Living in the Valley. Hey guys, you want some bomb nails? Well, I have just a place for you. Nails Slay by Ray. Down at the Bomb Aesthetics, she'll get you just right. I've been going to her for some years and you definitely will not be disappointed. Manda Bullock, she's also listed on Facebook. That's M-A-N-D-A-B-U-L-L-O-C-K. You can also give her a call at 678-209-8652. Thank you. Your Valley Giveaway secret word is distraction. That's distraction. Again, that's distraction. to Everyday Living in the Valley, where I'm your host, Mr. Distinguished. And I'm your host, Jess Alex. Relationships, current events, dream interpretation, we cover them, and there is so much more. If you would like some relationship advice, or if you have a dream that you would like us to interpret, go to truevibes.net, that's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net, and click on contact us at Everyday Living in the Valley. Well, guys, I had to tell you about another time when somebody had me messed up. I just know you lying to me. Ooh, child, they got me messed up. She really did try it. They got me messed up. She really said that? Ooh, child, I just tell you, these folks just really got me messed up. Well, just Alex, you know, sometimes in life, people just have you messed up, right? Absolutely. So let me tell you about this time when I was in this R&B group. What? As I mentioned in another episode, I am a musician. I do play the piano, keyboard. Yes. And I was a part of this R&B group. And it was a four-piece band, basically a drummer, guitar player, bass player, Mm -hmm. and then me on keys. And then we had a guy who was singing lead. (laughs) (laughs) listen guys he had me messed up please tell us how please please well we will rehearse like weekly let's just say on the tuesdays every tuesday okay and the rehearsal was subpar we Hmm. really didn't get much accomplished there was a lot of stuff going on in the rehearsals that shouldn't have been going on in the rehearsals um the, the lead singer, he would do a lot of things in rehearsal. Like, he would bring guitar. And he's not really a guitar player, but he likes to look like he's a guitar player as yeah, far as vanity. stuff that he don't know he doing. Yeah, and so he'll be, like, you know, messing with the guitar when he's supposed to be singing, and it wasn't really effective rehearsals. You know, right. we like to rehearse intros, mm. and we like to rehearse transitions between one song to another. Right, which is important. Which is important, but he wasn't really concerned with that. He was more concerned with messing with that guitar and not really worried about getting his stuff together, like the words. He needed to do all this stuff on his own time. Yes, Mm -hmm. this wasn't the time for Mm -hmm. him to bring that guitar to rehearsal. So... It wasn't just the rehearsals that wasn't really organized, but when we went out and gigged at different venues, it wasn't organized as well, too. And so this is partly because maybe the manager didn't have everything together as well, too. Yeah. And it just wasn't 
a good vibe with the group. When I when I first got on board, I noticed that the guitar player, he was really just going in, like in rehearsal. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what's going on? And then I eventually realized what he was talking about, about the quality of the rehearsals, right. the quality of the gigs that we that we gigged at. You had went to one of our... I did. So I didn't want to tell y'all about it. Listen, he did not want anybody to show up. He can't end up mentioning it. And I remembered. And I was like, Let, let's I think, go. I think I slipped up and said something. You did. And, and I was there. I was pop up. <laughs> I was there. Me and Lo was there. I can't stand you. And let me tell you. Now, the band sounded good. The musicians sounded good. That's, that's about all as far as I can go. Okay, so... <laughs> Can't go for the lead singer. Yeah, the sound checks and the dress rehearsals that we had mm-hmm. were subpar as well, too. I can tell. One, the, I think the same vi- the venue that you went to. Yes. We were there trying to have a sound check, and there was a group of people already there. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we do at the sound check. We no. don't really have an audience or whatever. No. Getting all this free stuff. Right. So, and also, guys... There's, I think there was something shady with the manager as well, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she was paying us what she could be paying us. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the drummer had a co-worker who wanted the band to play for, let's just say, like her husband's retirement party or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the manager didn't know that the drummer knew the co-worker and the co-worker was telling them the drummer everything about payments and mm-hmm. things of that nature and then once we were adding everything together and we were like oh she's pocketing like i would say a good 40 50 percent of the ridiculous. entire funds that we should be receiving that's ridiculous and i was like oh my god shady shady yeah well there was this time where <laughs> the guy brought this guitar to rehearsal again. And let's just say this rehearsal was not good at all. We didn't get anything accomplished that we should get accomplished. And so later on, the guy cussed everybody out in the band. Mm. He cussed everybody out. He sent out a mass text message. Oh, the manager too. Everybody got it. Wow. Yeah, the manager, he like... Uh, such and such, you're supposed to be my manager, not their manager, and and you're supposed to be listening to me. And if you can't do your job, just, just say it with your chest. This is like crazy. And then, and with us, he's like, if y'all can't learn the material, and if y'all suck as musicians, just say it with your chest. He yeah. said all this in the text message. And you you know us black people, we don't really respond, we don't respond well like, to stuff like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's an automatic. So he was also like, I have your replacements on standby, just ready. And what were your thoughts, Mr. Distinguished? All right, just bring them on in. <laughs> <laughs> you was done. The whole band was done. The I whole- know. I the whole know. band quit I, that night. I would too. The whole band quit that night. Ooh. And it was so dramatic for no reason like he just sounded kind of bipolar to me he was bipolar but yeah. he i've told him that a few times but yeah. he didn't want to yeah, receive was, it oh absolutely yeah and then the next morning i'm sorry guys but it was it i'm so sorry y'all i value y'all as musicians mm-hmm. and y'all as people mm-hmm. i love you all mm-hmm. dead dead unalive on arrival <laughs> <laughs> what would you did just Alex. Now you already know. I don't take well to somebody think they finna snap on me mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be cordial. What you, what would you have said to him? Oh, I probably would have cussed him out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that that would have been ooh, a huge thing. That would have been ugly. You already know. <laughs> That's why you asked me, because you already know. That's a no-go. Well, guys, that is how somebody had me messed up. Well, we're going to move on with travel tips. So people that likes to take cruises, that you like to go out of out of the country, you know, you want to travel. 
Well, I am here to tell you for travel tip number three is to get a passport. Is it required for some cruises? No. It is recommended to have it because you can go to, let's say, the the general place where everybody goes, which is normally Nassau, Bahamas. So going to the Bahamas, you can get off on the ship, you know, get off the ship, go to Nassau. You look at different things out there. And let's just say you lose track of time. Well, the ship left you because if you have not purchased your excursion through the ship, then you pretty much on your own. They're not going to wait on you. This has happened to people. Mm-hmm. You need that passport to fly back to United States or to mm-hmm. meet up with the ship at the next port. So it is highly recommended that you get a passport. Also, you just never know what could happen. You may get sick mm-hmm. and need to be airlifted to United States. You need that passport. Get the passport. It is so important. I didn't seen a lot of stories on the Listen, Facebook cruise groups. A lot of things out there. People missing the boat. You can see them. They call them pier runners. They running up. As a matter of fact, I just seen one the other day. They I was saw running, one today. And they, they got left. And the people were waving. Bye. 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 See yes. you later. Yeah, that was it. it. It was a wrap. They got left. And that happened. So that is why this is travel tip number three. Get the passport. Get the passport, people. Pay the money for it. It's okay. Get it. It's important. You just never know. <laughs> you never know. And the never know, when it comes to me, that's what happens. Yes. It's it, the never know. It will happen. So yep. I I have a passport. I do too. And I'm going to, I use it frequently. And I'm going to say. Tear it up. Get it. Get your passport. Well, guys, time for part three of Johnny and Susie. Short disclaimer, the story that we're about to tell you involves true events, but the names have been changed to protect the people that are involved. So let's give them a quick recap. Recap it. All right. So if you missed us on our Facebook Live, which was this past Monday, we gave you a part two of Johnny and Susie. We did. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us and sending us your stars. We really do appreciate the love and support, everybody. Thank you all for your support. So this is when we went to Panama City Beach. It is. So we had some issues. Well, just Alex and Lo, which is just Alex's husband, picked up Johnny and Susie. Yes. And they came to my house, and Johnny didn't want to let me in the car. <laughs> he did not. He did not want to let me in the car, first of all. And then eventually, I got in the car. We got down the street. Uh, just Alex went off on Johnny. Then something else happened where just Alex asked Susie to ask me a question about what time I went to bed because I, I didn't get any sleep that day that night everybody and and Johnny was like why are you asking him what time he went to bed he did he just heard bed everybody that's it that's all he heard <laughs> so just Alex went off on him again and Susie was agreeing with just Alex yes she was so we went on down the road and we got to the swinery uh and we did all of this for Johnny's birthday. It was a birthday celebration for him, outing for him. And he was asking, like, why do we gotta do this winery? Yes. He called me and just Alex uppity, bougie. He did. And we had this event when we went to get a snack where he was addressing somebody that he knew that came down to Panama City, this guy, and he was with this this, this lady, and we didn't know if this lady belonged to this I guy. no clue. But Johnny was like, I'm going to talk to him or whatever. Yes. But, but the guy really didn't want to talk to Johnny. But yes. Johnny was like, I'm going to talk to him anyway. Yes. 
and just Alex and I tried to give him a lesson on public etiquette. We did. He listened and he still wanted to, you know, do more <laughs> and say did. more to this guy. Yes, he did. So we got to a hotel and he taught Johnny is the type to try to talk to everybody. Anybody. Anybody, even though even if the party doesn't want to talk to him, he's gonna right. try to talk to them anyway. So there was this Asian family that was right behind us, and he was trying to talk to them. Yes, he was. And this guy was terrified. And this was in the midst of COVID. It was. So Johnny proceeds to shake this Asian guy's hand and try to, like, have a conversation with him. And this guy was so scared, guys. He was, like, shaking. I bet he went in that bathroom and washed his hand. He did. (laughs) I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. So we checked into the hotel and then we got ready for dinner. Yes. We went to the seafood restaurant. Mm-hmm. Johnny and Susie all of a sudden wasn't hungry no more. Facts. And I guess they they were looking at the prices and it was a little high, I guess, for their well, budget. Was, I mean, it wasn't really that high. It wasn't. It's just a seafood restaurant. Uh, $25, $30. I mean, that's pretty standard. Standard. Pay that. Standard. I yeah. pay that here. That's what I At pay. some of these restaurants. I mean, that's what me and pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he ordered some well-done tuna. He did. And he didn't like it, of course. He didn't. Because that's it was like tuna. It was supposed to be tuna tartare. It was supposed to be that. But he ordered it well done. And did. This is where we left off at. It is. Went back to the hotel. We went did. to sleep. And we got up for the next morning. Okay. So and this gonna... is where part three starts. <clears throat> yes. So we get up the next day and I send out a mass text. I'm like, hey, let's meet in the lobby at 10, you know, so we can go ahead and check out. Check out time is 11. So we get down, me and Lo gets down to the lobby and Mr. Distinguished, mm-hmm. you know, he's down there. Where's Johnny and Susie? So... We ended up going, well, I had to text them again. Hey, where y'all at? No response. I had to call. Hey, where y'all at? Oh, we on our way. We on, we getting ready to come down. Okay. That turned into a whole hour. It took them to get downstairs so they can check out. Because again, check out time is 11. And they was like, well, we thought we were checking out at 11. Well, if I say meet us in the lobby at 10, that means we're checking out at 10. Exactly. So um, they finally get down and, okay, we're all loaded up, right? So we have to decide where we're going to eat. And it's like breakfast slash lunch. So we're going to say brunch Mm -hmm. hour. So um, we're going, and we was like, what about this place? And And they was like, no, no, no. And they said, what about Burger King or McDonald's? Dead. What did you say, Mr. Distinguished? No, no, (laughs) no. Let me tell you about just Alex. It's not what a, what I said. It's what she said. She was like, uh, well, Mr. Distinguished really don't eat that. I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I said, Mr. Distinguished really don't eat that. Even though she didn't want it either, I guys. I was not going to eat that. She went, But she put it all on me, but she didn't want it either. I was not going to eat that, y'all. And, and don't get me wrong. Sometimes I can eat like a croissant. From there, but I have to be very, very selective on what I eat. So I have a sensitive stomach, and I just we weren't going to do that. So Low was just over the where we're going to eat at. There was like this diner. He was like, "I'm finna pull in." I said, "This where we eat at." Low parked the car, y'all. He was one and got out and got out. And so we was like, "Okay, I guess we're eating this here. This is where we're eating. I at. guess this with this diner." Yeah. And it was a nice little diner. It was kind of set up like a Waffle House. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. So we got in there. And don't get me wrong. The waitress was really good. Yeah, really it, nice. Yeah. Yeah, she was really It kind of reminds you of like one of those waitresses in one of them sitcoms. Yeah, it really type was. Of feel. Yes, it was. Like an old school, yeah. old style type thing. So, okay, the seating arrangements. Mm-hmm. So Susie sits down. And Mr. Distinguished was going to sit, like, on the same booth as Johnny and Susie. Johnny, kind of like. Not kind of like. 
Well, he did. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, nah, you ain't finna sit over him. My, he scooted next to, he pulled Susie next to him. He did. And he he sat at the edge to make sure that I didn't scoot in. And so at all. it was no room for Mr. Distinguished to sit. So he called me, uh, Mr. Distinguished, you can come over here and sit by me. So it was like low on one end, I'm in the middle. And mind y'all, there was plenty it of was, room. It, it's not a small booth. Even yeah. though I said booth, the booth was really, really big. It was a nice size. Booth. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was really big. So we didn't even with three people sitting on there, you don't feel cramped. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody had their own little space. And um, so me and Mr. Distinguished, you know, I walk up to the bar. He don't do bars, y'all. Let I me don't. just say that. I don't do bars. So I walked up to the bar and I was like, I really don't see anything that I want. It was so dead. I was like, okay, let me look at the menu. And we both looking at the menu. We're trying to order like something on the menu, but they was out of everything. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this was October of 2021. Yes. So we were still kind of like in the midst of COVID mm-hmm. and trucks and stuff wasn't running. So the lady was like, we, the truck ain't bring the truck. Everything we were saying, the truck didn't bring this. There it is. Pork chops. We don't have the truck and bring it. Wait, was it chicken? And it was like a patty. It was like a chicken breast. Here we, here we go. No. No. <laughs> so we ended up ordering burgers and fries. But it was really good. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. So me and Susie had to go to the restroom, right? Ooh. So I was like, okay, you know, like, yeah, let's go ahead and go to the restroom. restroom was clean. So she's in the stall. I'm in the stall. So there's two stalls in there. And so <laughs> I asked her a question, you know, I'm just talking. And so I'm like, so, you know, did you, did you give Johnny some last night? Like, did y'all <laughs> break the headboard? And she was like, no, we went to sleep. And I'm like, well, child, me and Lo got it in. Like, what are you talking about? Y'all went to sleep. Like, this is a time you don't have the kids around. And she was just like, you know, we normally, we normally just, you know, go to bed. I was like, oh, no, child. I'm not just going to go to bed. And so I walk out the stall and there's this woman with her daughter. And I was mortified. I love it. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad this happened to I you. I was just like, what in the world? Like, the lady didn't say somebody's in here or nothing. I was like, I am so sorry. And she was just like, you know, it's fine. No, it's not fine, ma'am. I love it. It's not fine. Because I would be like, oh, my God, somebody's in here. I would have said that, like, if it was me and baby girl in there. So, I don't know. So, yeah. So, we come out of there. And... Susie was like, she want to walk across the street to the beach. The beach. The beach is across the street. Well, Johnny did not want to do that. At all. He was just like, walk. We got to walk. I mean, it was right there, guys. So let me tell you what Johnny had on. Johnny had on some Tim's combat boots. Okay. Long khaki pants. Long sleeve shirt. I don't know why he was dressed like that. Mind you, yes, I know it's October. But it was not cold, not even nah. in, in in Columbus is not cold. It was like the, the weather was pleasant. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he, and then Susan was like, well, I told him to pack, you know, something like some shorts or something. And I don't know. I don't know if he was self-conscious or what. So we do go like, we're walking over to the beach and I see. Uh, you, I think. Susie was y'all was talking about we what were, happened in the bathroom. Yes, we were. And I was trying to engage in you it. Were. I was trying to listen in. And Johnny was looking at you like, oh my God, you trying to sleep with my wife. He I want y'all to understand how he was looking. He was looking at Mr. Distinguished like he was gonna beat his ass. <laughs> I just want y'all to know this. So me being who I am, why you looking at him like that? And mm-hmm. he was like, well, I'm not looking at him. Can't really understand what he's saying. I said, what? I'm not looking at him like that. And he was just looking at him like he was going to go ahead and just pound him. Either he was going to have sex with him 
<laughs> or, or he was gonna beat his ass. Just say that. That's what it looked like. I didn't know which one. I couldn't gauge which one it was, but that's what it looked like. Okay, that's what I seen. So I went ahead and just went on. He did. Mr. Distinguished was like, well, I can't be a part of this conversation, mm. so let me go on up. And so me being true form, why were you just looking at him like that? I wouldn't let it go Mm-mm. because I needed to know what <laughs> is the problem? Like, what's going on? What you, you, what you trying to do? You mm-hmm. trying to get him? What, what you doing? No, I ain't trying. I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to do that. Well, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? So, him and Susie decide to have a romantic beach walk, a beach stroll, and me, Mister Distinguished, and Lo, we were sitting down like on the little chairs that they have out there at the mm-hmm. beach, and we were just looking at them, and it was cringing <laughs> because I was just like. This book just really feel like you want his wife. Yes, it's, I gave no indication. There was nothing throughout this whole trip. Nothing at that all that I wanted to sleep with this man's nothing wife. Nothing felt like that. Nothing. It was just nothing. I think I was even trying to like avoid contact with hers. You were because it was so. You were cringy. The and whole atmosphere, the vibe. It's ridiculous that it was like that. So mm-hmm. we did end up getting, you know, back to the car. We came back across the street. I think at that particular moment, we were just ready to get on out of there. Mm-hmm. We, I don't care. Let's let's get let's to the house. Get back. So if anybody know low, low drives, speed limit below. I'm just gonna say that he do speed limit or below. So what took us three hours to get there, coming back, it took us about four and a half hours. It was a long trip. It was a trip. It was long. It was a trip. And we was, I was just over it. And the vibe in the car was still cringy. It was just awkward. We couldn't laugh, talk. It was tense. We couldn't do anything that we normally do. Mm. Like how we banter. We couldn't do none of that because- he just ruined everything. So we get and drop Mr. Distinguished off. Uh-uh, no, no, no. We got to tell him how when I would fall asleep. Oh, yeah. So Mr. Distinguished would fall asleep, you know, because, again, we've been in his car four and a half hours. Eternity. And he would wake up and Johnny is staring at him. I, like staring at me, kind of licking his lips. It was so weird I'm like, like he wanted him again or, or wanted to be <laughs> or wanted to beat him up okay that's what it seemed like. that's what it felt like that's what it seemed like and i think one time when i woke up and i saw him looking at me i asked him you good and he asked you were you good i don't know i don't he asked you were you good you good and you was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just trying to figure out, are you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And I was just like, I was so over. I was fuming. Listen, I was fuming in that front seat. <laughs> I was fuming. So we do mm-hmm. eventually get to Casita. And I haven't seen Mr. Distinguished move as fast as he did to get that stuff listen, out of that car. Listen, guys, I have never been so excited to get back from a vacation he was because usually I'm not ready to go home. I was ready to go home. Well, he was first day. day he one. was. He was. So he gets home. I mean, mm-hmm. so we drop him off. I couldn't even get out of that driveway good, and I lit into Johnny. <laughs> I'm talking about everything that I just for the whole doing trip. I called him everything but his name. Okay, I said you are insecure. You're like, I'm not insecure. Yes, you are. Like, what in the world? Do your wife show you that she want him? And and she was agreeing. Right. Right, Johnny. That's right. Um, I haven't done any of that. Now, when you do your stuff, and I'm like, but you know how he is. This is who you married to. Mm-hmm. So is that the last time that we had an interaction with Johnny and Susie? No, that's not the last time, guys. We got a part four for you. 
And I think we need to do another Facebook Live. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, what, this Monday? Yeah. yeah. At 6 p.m. Let's again. do 6 p.m. Tune in, guys. Let's join, join into the conversation. Ooh. Interact. We, we want to hear. We want to hear what you have. We got some stuff. Yes. Juicy. Well, guys, that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you would like some relationship advice or if you have a dream that you would like us to interpret, go to truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. Join us next week for another exciting episode of Everyday Living in the Valley. This has been a True Vibes Entertainment production. For more information on what's going on in the Valley and more, visit our website at truevibes.net. That's true as in T-R-U, the word vibes, dot net.